Hi, my name is Aaron J. Marks. You can find out more about me at AaronJMarks.com. I'm a visionary purpose coach and a metaphysical leadership mentor. To my knowledge, I'm the only one in human history who's claimed either of those titles, and those that know me well tell me they couldn't imagine better ones for me. For as long as I can remember, I felt like my mind has worked just a little differently than most people's. At times it's been uncomfortable, but I've begun to see that it's actually incredibly important and that there's never been a better time to share the way that I think and see with the creative and entrepreneurial leaders out there who need to hear it. This is my podcast, A Higher Level. Everything we think, see, and do here happens on a higher level, and that makes all the difference. For some of you, these are among the most important and transformational conversations you will ever hear, and they will fill in something you may not have even known was missing, but something that is essential for your happiness and transformation. This podcast is all about creating a space for these conversations, a place to explore your deepest and most persistent questions about the human condition, a place to dream, play, and muse about the meaning of it all, a place people tell me only I can help them access, and a place of crucial importance for the human spirit and our future as the human race. On a higher level, everything is vast, rich, beautiful, and deeply optimistic. Join me there now, on a higher level. Hi, this is Aaron J. Marks of AaronJMarks.com. Welcome to A Higher Level, and this is episode four. It's called What Some Leaders Need. And this is something I'm getting better at talking about. I'm still not perfect at it. I imagine this is something I will continue to refine and improve uh, in the way that I discuss and um, and share this. Um, but it's you know it's something that's really important for me to talk about because it's you know, the thing I'm finding I'm, I'm here to do, like, this is the thing that I'm better at than anything else and probably have been my entire life, but I haven't known it until recently. So what I, what I found, um, a few years ago, uh, I started consulting with, with small businesses, uh, helping them with their, their marketing and, um, and their, their management and, uh, and their branding and uh and their social media and all all sorts of related things and what i you know what i hadn't realized going into that is that you end up talking to leadership a lot and you you know you do things like strategize and talk about vision and and where you're going you know really what you what what you want the company to do and you know it's not that i i guess wouldn't have known that you do a fair bit of that. I just, you know, I didn't really see that, you know, see the shape of that going in until I started to experience it from the inside. And what I notice, you know, cause like you're always talking to the leadership cause it's the leadership who sets the pace for things and it's the leadership that everyone looks to. Um, you know, there's this, um, you know, this is quote from one of the gospels that I think about a lot. It's something like when the shepherd is struck down, the sheep scatter. And, you know, like that's a great, you know, this, this is a great little, um, you know, allegorical image to, you know, to express the importance, you know, sort of the cohesive effect of having a leader of any kind, you know, not just a, a strong leader. I mean, I noticed this in, you know, the businesses that I run, it's like, everyone looks to the leader, you know, and it's like, it's, it's an obvious thing to say, perhaps, but, um, but I don't know, like, I, I, I think it's something that maybe 
people, like a surprising number of people, even a surprising number of people or a surprising number of leaders don't realize it's just how, um, how thoroughly everyone who's following them is looking to them um, for their decisions. And, you know, they're, they're setting up the culture. You know, there's a lot of leaders who, you know, kind of abdicate that duty and they don't realize it, but they do. So, you know, it's like, yeah, if you're, if you're making decisions, you know, you, you look to whatever leader is in the room and, uh, uh, you know, and then if that's not, you know, if that's not the top leader, then, that, then they'll go and find the higher leader, you know, like wherever the buck needs to stop for that particular decision. So, yeah, I ended up talking to leaders a lot and didn't, didn't realize that was going to be happening. Um, and, you know, probably had some kind of a sense of leadership, but, uh, uh, you know, not, not anywhere close to what I do now. So what, what I began to notice is that a lot of the leaders, um, you know, started to confide in me and, uh, you know, they, they really sort of, you know, they saw me as like kind of a safe space to just talk through things. And, um, you know, talk through their problems, dilemmas, um, uncertainties, um, possibilities that they didn't, they didn't seem to have, you know, another, another space to do like that. Um, cause like everyone's looking to them, you know, they're in charge. Everyone is expecting them to be, uh, you know, kind of strong and firm and, and confident and, you know, leaders need a place to be vulnerable because leading is hard and leading is uncertain. And, you know, the, the thing that's like the hardest about leadership is like, if you're, if you're a follower, um, you know, the path is always laid out for you, right. You know, the, the leader's like, here, here's the road, walk the road, you know, and being a good follower means walking the road, but what does a leader do? Um, the leader creates the road and the leader creates, not only creates the road for the followers, but they create the road for themselves because they're going to a place that um, has never been explored before. And so, um, you know, that's the double burden or, you know, the double, the double challenge of leadership is that you have to create your own road and then you have to create the road for everyone else. I mean, and it's either a challenge or it's an opportunity, um, you know, depending on how you look at it. And of course, things, these things can always be reframed and they, and they should be, you know, if you, if you want to stay optimistic and, and positive and, uh, um, you know, in, in a high vibration, you know, so, so anyway, so, so that's one thing leaders need, you know, leaders need a place to be vulnerable. Um, they, they need a place to recharge, to, to be safe, um, to be with someone who knows the challenges of leadership and will not judge them for requiring this place of vulnerability and uncertainty. So that's one thing leaders need. I, and I think that's something that probably all leaders need. And then what I, what I also like, what I noticed beyond that is that some leaders require a very, very specific kind of conversation. And I'm pretty sure this is some leaders. Like, I don't think this is everyone. Um, at least not that I've found, um, you know, cause like w one of the things I, that I've been doing over the last couple of years is I've been going through my life sort of pinging people, you know, like kind of, you know, putting out little, 
conversation pings to to be like, hey, you know, are you receptive to this? Are you receptive to this? Are you receptive to this? And I just, I, I, I've noticed this for some time. Some people are very receptive to this. Some people are somewhat receptive to this and some people just aren't at all. And w- what I notice is that there are, there are some leaders who are just super receptive to what I'm going to talk about and they really need it. Like, their soul craves it. And they often don't even know this until they start talking to me because, um, you know, it's, it's so rare and they go through their life feeling like they're the only ones who think this way uh, until they find someone like me. And then it's like, it's like a refuge for their soul because they can have, they can have a conversation like this and it feeds their soul, eases their, their existential pain. And then they can show up and be a great leader um unburdened free um visionary uh you know like uh capable of creating that path for themselves and and those following them so what am i talking about here so what i've noticed is that there are some not just leaders but people but but i i find the i find the leader I find the leaders who think this way the most interesting and um, yeah, the most interesting to talk to because this kind of conversation always turns into a workable strategy. And, you know, there's like, I love talking this way, but you know, what I've realized is like, I love talking about it because it's going to turn into a strategy and a purpose and a direction. And it's going to create something in the real world. Okay. So, there are some people who are just pondering the human condition. Like that's, that's, that's the most succinctly I can say it. And I, I'm one of them. So I'm here, I'm, you know, I'm sitting in this current moment, I'm sitting in a chair in front of this microphone, having this human experience, you know, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a comfy sweatshirt and flannel pants because it's late in the evening and I'm kind of winding down my day, um, you know, recording this episode. Um, you know, I, I'm wearing, I'm wearing Apple earpods and, I'm I'm looking at myself in Zoom. You know, I'm just I'm taking in all my surroundings and I and I'm thinking, man, you know, the universe, scientists tell us started 14 billion years ago. Um, there have been so many experiences that humans have had, you know, some of them incredibly joyful, some of them incredibly traumatic. And generation after generation after generation has um, you know, uh, procreated into the next generation and and styles have changed and times have changed and technologies have changed and political boundaries have changed and social groups have changed and religions have changed and music has changed and technology, automobiles, architecture has changed. Just all this time has passed and humans have doing been doing the human thing and year after year after year generation after generation gen- after generation and boom we're here in this present moment whoa it's crazy right um and you know like some people you know they just they see you know kind of how awe inspiring that is and it opens up this this zone of conversation that that is just you know so incredibly vast and rich and deep and beautiful and inspiring and there's there's a number of access points, and they tend to be social sciences, um, and and they're all related to some 
something strange about the human condition, you know, like some strange paradoxical complexity, um, you know, so some some contradictory nature of humankind that just really makes no sense, but is also sort of really interesting and wonderful when you think about it. So, so some things that do this philosophy does this, um, you know, our, our, our rational speculation about the meaning of all of this, you know, that that's one thing that gets us to, into there. psychology, the systematic, um, the systematic study of the way that our brains work. Okay. That gets you there. Sociology, the, the study of, of human, human groups and allegiances, um, religion, uh, you know, the, you know the the myths that we make and and provide meaning and and, and structure our our transcendent experiences. Um, what else? Economics. You know the 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 study of the incentives and exchanges that we, um, you know that we use to motivate one another and you know and keep our, um, you know keep our trade and our in our goods and our services flowing. Um, history, man. History is such a mystical subject. It's because it's like. You know, it's it, there's only ever the present moment, but there's all these people who lived in the past in their own present moments, and they made the decisions that they did, and then they were recorded, and then we study them, and we, you know, we we try to figure out what it was like to be in their heads, and you know, we're making history right now as we speak, and you know, so you have all these access points. Biology is another one. You know, the these these systems, these deterministic systems we share with what we consider to be lower life forms that still drive a good deal of our behavior, but but um, you know are always sort of in conflict with our higher natures. Um, you know that seem to have like a spark of divinity, and you know we're still dealing with these. And um, you know if you accept the the you know Darwinian evolution, it's like that's a very mysterious thing that. Um, you know that that those life forms turned into what we are and it, you know we seem to have such a such a deep care you know for for figuring this whole thing out um art and literature that's another one you know the you know the these these magnificent expressions of the human condition you know these these heroic journeys and you know these these beautiful vignettes that we that we create about human experience um always with pain you know always like <clears throat> Yeah, you know, pain to to deepen it, you know, which shows us that, um, you know, our trauma is actually very beautiful. So there's all these access points into this realm, and we just explore there, and and <clears throat> the tension of our of our existence melts away because you know what I notice about these leaders is they they go through life as do I, and um, you know, we we deal with all these little things that that pelt us and 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 slow our momentum and drag us down and i know everyone experiences it but you know these these people that i'm talking about they experience this in a very very particular way um you know it's just it's it's an exhaustion and a fatigue and then when i come and i start talking in this realm you know with these access points of economics and history and sociology and religion um and art and literature um there's just there's something that melts away and you know, the, these leaders tell me, um, and I can see it, I can see it in their, in their, in their physical state, you know, it's like their shoulders open up, their heads lift up, you know, their, their necks straighten out. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's a magical transformation. And I don't know why some people need it, but some people do. And if you're one of them, you're not the, you're not stepping into your true leadership potential, unless you have someone to talk to you on this level. Um, and 
again, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why some of us need this. And I I don't know why it's so helpful for some of us. But again, some of you need it. And and if it's you, you have no idea what you're missing if you don't have someone, if you don't have a mentor, if you don't have a coach to talk to you on this level. Um, and like I said, it always, when I do it, it, it always comes back to the leadership that they're there to provide the vision that they're to go that they're there to go toward and the effortless creation of strategies to move them in that direction and that's what i'm here to do that's the, that's what i'm here to facilitate you know for for this very special kind of leader so i call that conversation the realm of purpose that's that's what i call it i call it um you know there's all those access points and then boom we're in it we're in we're in the realm of purpose where everything is vast and you know it's 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 pregnant with possibility and and it's the richness you know just just the beauty of the human condition you know it's ours it's ours to explore from every possible angle just revel in the wonder and uh you know the the, the traumatic beauty that it is to be human you know after all these years um to be a human in the human race and to be doing the human thing, to have inherited what our ancestors have left us, and to bequeath to our children all this that we have, that we've been given, and that we've been charged to to steward and care for. You know, all the technology, all the architecture, all the institutions, um, all the all the knowledge, all all um, you know, all the rituals and all the. All the ways of doing things, you know, the laws and the customs and, um, you know, the, the procedures. It just like, I don't know. I, 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 just, I, I get overwhelmed by just like how amazing it is what we've inherited and, <laughs> um, you know, what, what, what we have. Um, and in spite of that, how, how hard life continues to be. Um, you know, because like the human condition's never been easy, and I don't think it ever will be. It just it can't be. I don't know why. Um, we we continually try to improve it. You know, we we yeah, we improve technology. You know, we we improve medicine. We improve agriculture. Um, we improve uh, we improve economics and um, uh, you know political relations. I mean, it doesn't doesn't always go in the right direction. You know, um, but overall i think it's uh, uh, it's better to be alive at this moment than than at any other point in human history so yeah man sometimes you just got to take all that in and um and yeah like i said you know th this very special kind of leader needs this very special kind of conversation in this very special realm that i call the realm of purpose with these with these very special access points that completely overlap and um you know make this 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 beautiful intellectual lattice um, and that some of us just need to, you know, kind of go climb around in and recharge so that we can, we can rekindle our vision and, 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 and forge our strategies anew. And, um, and that's what I'm here to do. So that's what some leaders need. Thanks so much for listening to A Higher Level. I hope that got you seeing, thinking, and acting just a little differently, or maybe even a lot. 
When you act differently, you get different results. But we need to start with the vision and the thinking. How do you feel? Ready to go and make positive, inspiring changes in your life and work? If so, it means what we're doing here is working. And I would love for you to let me know if this is you. There's a bunch of ways for you to get in touch with me. You can go to my website, AaronJMarks.com, or look for Aaron J. Marks, Visionary Purpose Coach and Metaphysical Leadership Mentor on Facebook, or you can look for Aaron J. Marks on LinkedIn or Instagram, whatever is easiest for you. And if this is speaking to you, I might suggest that you think about becoming one of my leadership coaching clients. In our work together, we'll have conversations on this level, but tailored just to your life and aspirations. You really can't imagine what a difference this can make for your mindset, vision, and results. The first step after learning more about my approach is to book a free, no obligation discovery call, both of which you can do at AaronJMarks.com. If your intuition is nudging you, don't wait any longer. It is likely the next step along the marvelous journey of wherever you are here to go and whatever it is you are here to do. And I can't wait to meet you. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I'll see you on the next episode when we'll continue to see, think, and act on a higher level. I'll see you then. A Higher Level is the official podcast of Aaron J. Marks, visionary purpose coach and metaphysical leadership mentor. Learn more at www.aaronjmarks.com. A Higher Level is written, recorded, edited, and produced by Aaron J. Marks. Music is by Aurier. I'll see you next time on a higher level.